Let's talk about what success actually looks like. We have been praying about purpose this week, but it's also really important as we kind of close out this series and wrap it up to remind ourselves of what success in our purpose actually looks like. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 98 today. When I wrote that down, I was like, 98, oh my goodness, 100 episodes is next week. I'm not sure I'm ready for that because I had thought we would do some kind of celebration. I don't know what we're going to do still. So anyway, this is 98. Let's pray together about our own personal purpose. But before we do that, we're going to open with a bit of what we call worship prayer. And today we're in Hebrews 13, 8, and we're worshiping with the idea of an unchanging God. We're coming to God this morning with the recognition and worship that He is unchanging. The verse reads like this, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And while I am sure that this is probably a familiar verse to you, sometimes I really love to actually pray those familiar verses because it brings us a recognition of new things and new perspectives, and it gives us fresh eyesight onto a verse. So let's do that. Father, we come to you today with grateful hearts for the fact that you are unchanging. You are the same yesterday, you are the same today, and you will be the same forever. Forever is one of those concepts that we can't even wrap our minds around. We have no clue what that really actually means. But the idea that you are never changing, never, it's good enough to realize that for my whole life, you will never change. You are the same today as the moment I was born. You'll be the same when I meet you in heaven. And I'm grateful for that because it allows me to be confident and um, I want to say resting in a place where I have this foundation of a God who doesn't change, who I can trust that what he says will be true, that I can trust that he, if he acted or says he acted one way in history, that his character doesn't change. You are unchanging. And I can believe all of the things in the ways that you have spoken in history, that that's true today also, and that it will be true tomorrow. It allows me to step into my future with confidence because you are there and you are the same God who spoke to Moses. You are the same God who raised Jesus from the dead. You are the same God who enabled Paul to explode your church. You're the same God who gave Ruth courage and wisdom. You're the same God throughout all of the biblical stories that we read, all of the places in my life where I have visibly seen your work, and you will be the same in my future. As we start talking and praying about our our purpose and what success in that purpose looks like, I know that you are the same God who has purposed us for specific things, and you are the same God who will make those purposes happen. Because when you begin a good work, you finish it. I love that I can say that about my life tomorrow, just like I could say it 10 years ago. It's not like something changes. I'm so appreciative of the fact that you are a solid foundation. And I feel like when I'm praying today that I'm saying things over and over. So that always makes me feel, (laughs) this is going to sound so dumb. Here we go. This is a problem. It makes me feel less effective in prayer. That right there needs to be out of my vocabulary, out of my feeling vocabulary. Lord, take that away. This isn't about whether I'm praying an effective prayer or not. This is about you and me having this conversation and other people just happen to be joining in. 
So help me lay aside the whatever performance feelings come up for me and help me focus on the idea that you and I are meeting in this place, that you love and adore me and that you want me to speak to you. And that just like as a small child fumbles for words, that's completely okay if I do that too. Help me as we go through this time to make sure that what I say is glorifying to you. Because while I don't care so much about being effective, I do desperately care that I'm honoring you. So help us to do that today. In Jesus' name, amen. As we close out this series, I just wanted to help us focus on a reminder that as we think about our purpose and our success in that purpose, because our whole point is to be successful in the purposes that God has laid out for us. We want to participate with Him in those purposes to a degree that it's successful. But our success doesn't always look like the success as the world defines it. And so I want to remind us of that as we kind of go forward into whatever our purpose is or whatever work we have to do on our purpose, that 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 doesn't necessarily look like life will be grand and that our business will be successful or that our home life will be perfect or that we will have things easy and comfortable and convenient and everything will be great. Rainbows and unicorns, right? Instead, in 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10, it says this, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, this is Paul speaking, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Let's pray through those verses. Lord, there's so much of the world's definition of success that leaks into our lives. Even when we are trying to keep it out, it gets in. And so I ask right now that you would work in our hearts to weed that out. The idea of success as collecting material things or as collecting a series of beautiful moments even, or as ease or comfort or safety. Like We have enough money in the bank, we are success because we're safe from whatever the world is going to throw at us. There are so many ways that the world defines success. There's not at all how the kingdom's definition of success works. Now, we very well may be financially successful, personally successful, as the world defines it, and that's fine. But we need to also understand that the kingdom is a little bit different, and your grace is sufficient for us, and your power is made perfect in weakness. So as we look at pursuing our purpose— Maybe it's going to be found in places where we are weak. Maybe succeeding in that purpose is going to feel a lot more like I can't, a lot more like I'm not willing to, a lot more like this is painful and I don't have the capacity to handle this because then we can rely on you. Paul said he will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses. Help us learn to do that. Help us learn not to hide our weaknesses, but to let you shine through them to let you act in them, to let you transform them into a God-glorifying moment. I don't need to eliminate my weaknesses. I need to let you work in them, work through them, so that the glory goes to you and not to me. Teach me, like Paul, to be content with weakness, with insults, with hardships and persecutions and calamity. Like We aren't content when we're suffering hardship. Or calamity. Certainly a lot of families face calamity this year. Have we been content? Teach us to be that person. Content in calamity with persecutions, with weaknesses and insults. What happens when, when we feel insulted? Most of us try to 
ignore, fight back, answer back, not contentment. Paul was content with insults. Help us be that person too. Help us to boast more about our weaknesses and how you show up in those moments than about the strength that we have and how we show up well in the world. Our definition of success is flipped upside down. You tell us we will have hardship. You tell us that we need to count the cost when we're following you, when our life is walking down the path that you have planned for us. We're going to hit bumps. We're going to hit a lot of bumps. That doesn't mean life will be easy. Certainly, you can make our paths flat and clearer and straighter, and you can keep us from going the wrong directions. But that doesn't mean the walking will always be easy. And so as we walk through those times when we feel unsuccessful, when we feel as if we are weak, and as we are weak, be glorified in those moments. Help us to see those moments where you use us in our weakness as the utmost success. Flip our definition of success so that we are not defining it as the world defines it, but as you define it. And help us walk through learning how to be content in those moments, learning how to boast in our weaknesses, because we want your power to be perfect in our weakness. We want to experience how your grace is sufficient for us. As I wrap this live portion of the series, I guess I just ask that you would guide us to keep growing in this. Our purpose doesn't always look the same. And so help us to see those shifts. Help us to be aware of where you are calling us in each season of life, in each season of our day, in each of those moments. And so I guess I just want to say continue to lean in and grow us in this area. Continue to give us guidance. Continue to give us a desire to live your purpose in our lives. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I so appreciate you who have joined me in prayer. It's good for me, and I hope it has, I hope it has blessed you today. If you're watching the broadcast on the Grace and the Gravel Road Facebook page, and if you find it helpful, we will be back again on Monday at 10 a.m. Central. So I would love to have you back on Monday. And if you want to bring a friend, that would be awesome, too. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend allows more people to pray with us, to join their voices with us in prayer. This show is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road, helping Christian women grow a God-first life and business. And my heart is, as we pray together, as you and I meet this way a couple of days a week, that you will grow in your prayer life, I will grow in mine, and God will use this time to direct our hearts to be more and more like Jesus. But most of all, I want you to fall deeper in love with a God who gave us the words that we're speaking. Amen. Amen.